Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. We're a nation obsessed with our favorite celebs. And the less they share with us, the more we want to know. From their favourite film to what mascara they use, we like to think we're well acquainted with our idols. But there's always the details that they don't divulge. Every week in Fabulous magazine, we talk to our most loved female celebs, whether it's about fashion, beauty or more personal matters. Now, we're going one step further with a series of intimate and tell-all conversations. Laying bare our biggest behind-closed-doors moments, this brand-new podcast lays tribute to the people who were there throughout all of life's ups and downs. Whether it's the loved ones we go home to, the friends we phone when we need a natter, or the family who are there when we need a good old cry, this podcast gets under the skin of the relationships that really shape a woman. I'm Lisa Snowden, and I'm about to meet two fabulous females. Today's guest is a titan of reality TV. She's gone from being the party girl with a temper to a national sweetheart. Vicky Patterson's lived the high life and ended up in the courtroom. From her lowest point, she's turned her fortunes around and become one of our most loved TV stars. She's been so brave in coming clean about her mistakes and her insecurities, but the journey hasn't been easy. Her mum, Carol's, had to face her daughter becoming the talk of the town, a home in Newcastle. She stood by her in court and watched her strive to put her wild days behind her. But tough times nearly came between them. I went, won't you, mum? Mum and dad were lying in bed. And I remember being like, I've done something stupid. Put her in handcuffs and took her away. It was the most horrendous thing I've ever had to watch and go through. My mental health was definitely an all-time low. I wish people wouldn't have this stigma against counselling because they're just there to help. And it, it's you that does all the hard work. But I don't want to compete with other women. I hate that. I want to build them up. Today, I'm chatting with Vicky and Carol Patterson. There we go. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> nice fine, ladies. There we go. Feeling love. So listen... We're here at the Park Plaza in Waterloo, London's Waterloo. It's a it's a really lovely autumnal sunset afternoon. We've got a massive executive suite and a huge <laughs> terrace. Yeah. You can see the London Eye over there. We've come inside, though, because it is a bit windy this afternoon and we want to hear you properly. But why are we here at the Park Plaza? This was actually my mum's idea, Lisa, when we wanted to be somewhere that meant somewhere to us. It was a complete no-brainer and I can't believe I'd missed it. We, uh, my mum came out to Australia with me, the era won the jungle, um, and we travelled back together and stuff. And I was just, I was, I was in this weird, weird place, wasn't I? Like on on cloud nine, over yeah. the moon. Like you know what it's like. You're sort of in this place where you've been in your own little bubble, this jungle bubble, and and you haven't been in touch with reality. You don't know what everyone's saying about you, what's going on. And I wasn't prepared for what how things were going to change within my career when I came out. Um, and my mum came back with us and stayed with us for a couple of days just to make sure I acclimatised all right. And we came straight here and we checked in. And uh, <clears throat> we're, we're jet lag was all over the place, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. So we're getting up at weird hours and just getting up and 
going on my, bal- on my balcony and looking over the, the London skyline. And I just have never felt so humbled, so overwhelmed, but just so so content and, 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 and happy and sort of all these things all at once. But knowing that my mum was there to look after us and guide us through what was going to be a pretty tempestuous year was um, was a lovely feeling. Is that fair? Uh, uh, we were elated. We were, yeah, were really God. over the moon. But as you say, it was overwhelming. I didn't know what to what, do. What you were having to do when you were going from, you know, from... Was it Loose Women you had done first? Yeah. And, and meeting all those people like Gloria Honeyford who were saying, your daughter's amazing, <laughs> and she's going to go far. And You know, oh, people that I've just seen on TV yeah, yeah. Were, were coming up to me and talking about my daughter, and it was just absolutely fab. And we'd done interviews, we'd done all sorts. Yeah. And so you, you, you felt on top of the world, but just, like, not ready for it somehow. No. I don't think um, anything could have prepared before no, it could have. no. So you had those real reflective moments, just looking out of the London skyline and just being like, oh, my life has just changed. <laughs> and also like you guys kind of reconnected and rebonded because that was so important mm. for you, wasn't it? When yeah. you were out in Australia. To make me mum proud. To make your mum proud. Yeah. That was probably um, a big, like a big, big goal of mine. Um, and I don't think I'd really even sort of mentioned it to you. No beforehand and I knew what like the general British public must have assumed about me and thought about me from how what the, what they'd seen of us before and previously and stuff on things like Geordie Shaw and X on the Beach and all that and I, 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 can't, I can't blame them for making certain assumptions of us um, they had not seen that there was more to us so I was desperate to go in the jungle and just show a real side of me and for once have people come up to me ma'am and say like she must be dead proud to have us as a, as a daughter, rather than just God, your daughter's a scumbag. <laughs> Which oh. I'm sure you probably got. Well, I know you got quite a lot when I was on those other shows. So for me, it was a, a really big changing point to have people yeah. like coming up to me, mum, and saying nice things rather than just thinking I was a little a little tit. But we've talked <laughs> about it afterwards, and I said to her there was never any need for her to to prove that she was what she was because I was always proud of her of course I was always proud of her um, there might have been a couple of things that I would have said don't do or whatever yeah. but I, I've always supported her even when she was in Geordie Show but yeah there was times when people stopped speaking to me friends yeah, and people that I thought would you know be really supportive no they would avoid me or not talk to me because my daughter was in Geordie Show how pathetic is that so Sorry, just literally lost. flanked by your friends, yeah, that your yeah, neighbours. Yeah, like, how bad yeah. did it actually get them? Oh, it was. It, it, it used to get you down at times, yeah. and you'd think it's just a young girl trying to make a living, making you know, trying to get a career off the ground. And we were always supportive, me yeah. and your dad, weren't we, and your sister? Um, but there was times when it got hard, and even family, and I wouldn't name them. Mm. There was some family I that will. didn't. <laughs> Come on, girl. <laughs> that, you know, didn't, didn't know what to say. They would avoid talking about her or whatever. And yet, it's amazing how many people come out of the woodwork once she did win the jungle and whatever. Mm. And I was like, really? You know, I don't forget. Are, you know who I your don't. family are, exactly. So was it hard for you to see Vicky, though, on Geordie Shore, knowing that that wasn't the real Vicky and that, you know, she had this, you had a nickname like Kick Off Vicky. (laughs) (laughs) Volcano Vicky, I believe. (laughs) Was it Volcano Vicky? (laughs) Damn Um, alliterations. We we watched it all and we'll, as I say, we used to go down to the the shoots and that Uh and because 
it was what she wanted to do. Mm-hmm. She wanted to get into... She'd done a, a degree in... Um, drama. Drama. Uh, that's right. Um, and just couldn't get a job in that. And she came to me and said to us, do you think I should... They're coming to me and asking us yeah. to do Geordie Shaw. What, what do you think? And we didn't know anything about the programme. Yeah. And I said, look, you're working in a call centre. You don't like it. This is yes. what you want to do. Give it a go. And we supported you to go into it. So when the show actually came out and I seen what it was, it was like, really? (laughs) Um, Take it back. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, no. (laughs) No, no, I didn't. It was... the, The thing about it was they used to give the kids and the just kids then a load of alcohol sleep deprived then wake them up and do things and this that and the other and you weren't seeing the right side of them yeah. take the phones off them people didn't know what was going on when that show was made and I was always wanting to tell people yeah. that's not the real Vicky because they do this and they do that but nobody wants to listen yeah, bit, they just see it. They just see the show edited and think that's the real Vicky. So I always knew who Vicky was. We yeah. knew what she was like. So I wasn't bothered what other people think. But you gave your mum a heads up every now and then, like things that were going to perhaps Some, appear on TV. I mean, sometimes, yes, I was brave and I did give my mum a heads up. And sometimes I was too cowardly. And then we just hoped she wouldn't find out. That wasn't very big or clever because you always ended up finding out and it was 10 times worse. What did I always say when you saw kids? If you're going to do something wrong, I would rather you tell us so I know and I don't find off some, out off somebody else. I'll always remember our finding out about us doing my first ever bra and knickers shoot. <laughs> yeah, she was absolutely fuming. Oh. Right? Where was that? I, that was nuts. Do you remember nuts back in yeah. the day? Um, and you know, I had like a nice like body, like it was like a long like baby doll type thing on. And Good girl's yeah. face oh, still <laughs> didn't like it. Didn't like it. She still <laughs> doesn't like any of that now, though. I remember I'd, like she was fuming with that. I got really in trouble for that. And then um, there was a one when I lost all my weight from your fitness DVD. Mm-hmm. And this wasn't a lads mag. This was like I can celebrate my womanly body, and you should all do it too, ladies. <laughs> and it was this. And she rang us up when she seen it, and I got a proper earful. And I was like, right, yeah. well, I expected it. It's fine. It's not like I'm like showing showing me me boobies in a lads mag or page three. I'm like, oh, it's it's a woman's thing. It's meant to be empowering and all that. Anyway, about a couple of years later, <laughs> someone else bought the image and she rang us up again, started kicking off. I went, Hang on a I've already got wrong for this. I went, I'm sorry, like, but I've already been in trouble for this one. You don't get a do-over just because it's come back. Round two. She was like, she went, oh. <laughs> All right, then, okay, fine, fine. So as long as you know how I feel, I was like, everyone knows how you bloody feel. <laughs> well, that's what I said. It's out there then for everybody to see and it'll come back to haunt you. Yeah, but no, I've done loads of those shoots, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> my parents are fine with it. It's, it's like my dad, was like, yeah, uh, we saw you in the paper the other day, love. <laughs> nice underwear. It's mean, a bit like, it's just awkward moments, but then it's sort of, you know, I did quite a few of them. So yeah, <laughs> he's fine with it now. And I, yeah, absolutely fine with it now. But I know, I know where you're coming from. It's sometimes you just want to call him up and be like, by the way, this is coming out. This story is coming out. And it's just, you just never know how you're going to react to it. It's, and it's you know, tricky. you're so right. The right thing to do is to ring them up and give them plenty of notice and talk through it together. Yeah. Oh, but like, God, it is just awkward. So sometimes, essentially, when you know you're going to get a bit of an ear bashing, you avoid it, don't you? And yeah. that's, that's what you do, yeah. I do. I, 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 do. I am scared of confrontation with the people I love. Yeah. yeah. No, and you just don't disappoint That's yeah. the thing. When they, when they say, I'm so disappointed in you. But that it's worse. Is a heartbreaking thing. It's worse if you don't warn them and tell them, honestly. <sighs> Lucky for you, Girls. Mama, I really don't get me tits out anymore, so... <laughs> Just ask Johnny, hasn't seen them in months. 
I don't know why, because you've got a cracking set on you, darling. Fuck out, you. Really have got the most phenomenal body. I love that you're so passionate about your health and fitness. I mean, you've literally had such a transformation. You know, you're like, you're an author. Are you three books down? Three books in, yeah. Three books in, you're TV presenter, you health and fitness you are like a national sweetheart now it is so adorable you must be so proud of her oh I am it's very just, proud of her but I've always, as I said I've always yeah. been proud of her yeah. um, what she's doing is amazing but I'm proud of the person that she is absolutely and, and that's the most important thing to me can I go back to when it was really your rock bottom? Yeah. With the court case. Yeah. So course. you were in the Geordie Shaw house and you came home back to your mum's house oh, after this club, nightclub situation. Do you know what I mean? My friends were actually just talking about it at the weekend. Really? Like, does it give yeah. you like horror? Like, do you still us, get that? Oh, the worst anxiety yeah. and shame and everything. Like, um,. <clears throat> Like my mum says earlier on, she sort of there's been some moments where she she wasn't necessarily she didn't agree with the things I did, and this will without a doubt be the what has to be one of the lowest points in our relationship, um, and probably my relationship, like my mental health was definitely an all time low. Um, I'd say just in general one of the the worst moments of my life. Um, we were out in a club, and I was low. Like, I want to put this out there. Like, I was... I just got over a, out of a really toxic relationship with a fella who, in retrospect now, I shouldn't have ever been with. Um, it was unhealthy and it made us really unhappy. Um, I eventually got out of it, but, like, the scars were still there. Mm-hmm. Like, you just assume you're going to... Once that weight's lifted, you, you're going to be able to go back to being your old version of yourself, or you're not. Mm-hmm. You are... Like, I was just down and demoralised and and sensitive. Um, <clears throat> anyway, I coped with it as best I could in a series we did in Australia. And uh, I had a couple of, I had a couple of tears, a little bit of, of sadness. But essentially, being away from everything that reminded us of him was the best thing that ever could have happened. I almost, you know what I mean? Like, I escaped it. But when I came back to Newcastle, it, I, had to, I had to face it. Mm. So I had to essentially get over the breakup. And it, it wasn't a nice process. So I'd said, they'd said, MTV, the producers of Geordie Shoreline Pictures, you're going to get a good break now because that was a big successful series. You were away from home for three months, don't worry. And then six weeks later, they wanted to go back in the house again. And uh, I remember saying no. I remember saying, like, absolutely not. I know I need some time to myself, with my family, with my friends, with the people I care about us, to get my head around what I'm going through and what I've been through mm-hmm. and the sense of self that I've lost throughout that because I was a shadow of me for myself when I came out of that relationship. I really was lost. Um, <clears throat> and they were like, yeah, of course, fine. No problem, take time. We'll just replace you. Just didn't even skip a beat. Didn't even care that I'd put myself out there and been honest in that sense. <laughs> so I knew I was on a, I knew I was heading for something. Yeah. A breakdown of some sort. I just did not anticipate it would manifest itself in that way. Well, in a nightclub situation... It was a couple of girls that were like, you know what it is? However it started is completely irrelevant. Mm. I was in the wrong and I'll never say anything but that. But like, I shouldn't have been in that situation anyway. Yeah. I shouldn't have been in that position. It escalated. I behaved deplorably. I can only apologise and admit how ashamed I am for my actions. Um, but it was, 
I was so drunk. I was so unhappy that I just didn't even realise the, the magnitude of what I'd done. So I was back at the Geordie Shore house. We'd got taken home off our security after this big fight had kicked off. And um, I was like, I'm going home. Like, fuck this. I'm going home. I want to be on my sofa. I want to be with my mum. And they were like, that's fine. Just go home. I don't even think they understood the severity of what had happened. The, like some of the, like, the crew who were there. And uh, anyway, so I went home with my mum. Mum and dad were lying in bed. And I remember being like, I've really fucked it. <laughs> I've, I've done something stupid, just to let you know, I'm coming home. And they were like, all right, okay, go to bed. Um, and I got, I went downstairs and watched the telly. And uh, oh, I just, it went from there, completely snowballed, didn't it? It was, a, it was one of the worst nights of my life. Oh, yeah, I think that's fair. So like, Never, ever forget it. The police came round. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Heavy-handed, very, very heavy-handed. Um, Right, where's our room? Where's this? We need to find our shoes. Where's this? You're hiding them from. Wow, and I've just been woken up by my daughter coming home saying, Mum, something's happened. I've come home. And we were just pleased to have a home, but knew she was drunk, so said, just go and go to bed. Go to yeah. bed. Um, and then all these police were running all over my house looking for some shoes or something. And she I was, was like, And you've hidden them? I said, She's just come home in what she's got. She's got nothing else with her. But they didn't believe whether they had to search the whole house. And well, I've never had the police in my house of, uh, before, and I was just in shock and to be woken up by this. Mm. And they were talking to her horrible, they were talking to us horrible, they were absolutely hideous. And I've got so much respect for the police, yeah. you know, and I think they do a hell of a job. <laughs> but I, 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 I was in shock and I was just saying, look, she's just come home, this is all she's got. And, and they're, they're looking in the washing machine, a bedroom, they were all over the house. My house. And I was just like, I couldn't believe yeah. it. And then... Terrifying. I can't even say this bit, but they the put her in handcuffs and took her away, and I just, I just broke down. I was just on the floor crying, and it was the most horrendous thing I've ever had to watch and oh, go through. Okay. It was hideous, absolutely hideous. Me being, being took away by the police like that. I'm really sorry. Uh, it was awful, Vicky. Absolutely awful. And we've never talked that? about this, have we? Really. No. Um, but I just felt so useless as a mum you want to protect your own and I just felt useless I didn't know the story I didn't know what had happened or anything it happened so quickly that but you were yeah, just yeah and it was just horrendous wasn't it yeah. nobody protected you what it was I, awful what I did was wrong and you'll never yeah. get any, yeah. you'll never hear me mum or me say anything no. different I hated me there's no there's nobody else can hate me more than I hated myself in that moment yeah. and you got you got charged for it too I got charged I got um, 180 hours community service but she worked in a um, charity shop yeah. and everybody wanted an autograph <laughs> She used to come home with a lot of, she used to buy stuff from the charity shop. They have just Really good. We've got exercise equipment and also every week she'd come home with she'd cost her a fortune in this charity shop. I was just trying to make a good impression. Bags for the start. Really, really. Giving back, I'm giving back. Did you have therapy after that? yeah, so I've spoke to a number of therapists about it over the years yeah. um, some with with varying degrees of success basically yeah, yeah. some really irritated us yeah, and it's I found, hard to find somebody yeah, and you find you, gel with. You, you find some really judgmental and you just find some like I just, yeah exactly you see you, just, you don't get on with everyone in yeah. real life do you so yeah. it's understandable that and you'll need to find the right one for you the speak winds have changed 
my entire outlook on myself and life and everything. So once I started speaking to them, I believe probably about two years after the incident, maybe maybe even three. No, it must have been two. Yeah, they they really helped us work stuff out. Because it's the trauma from the relationship, you well, know, that yeah. is just so damaging that you have to you have to deal with it I, yeah. I I was the same I left it way too long and I saw the therapist he was like you should have come to me like 10 years ago you don't want to admit you need it do yeah, you yeah I'm like I can I can either just do it myself or I can speak to my sisters yeah. or my friends but and that's it and you feel like except like I did and I felt like a little bit of a failure yeah that I couldn't just turn to me mates or, like, me, me couldn't, I couldn't just fix it myself. Mm. Like, I remember actually being so angry when someone suggested I speak to someone because I was like, what are you trying to say? Mm. You feel like, like a cop-out. Like, totally. there's something wrong with us. Like, I need that. And, like, like if I want to talk to someone, I don't have to pay someone to listen. Yeah. I'll go and talk to my mum. And I thought, like, after having now had quite a lot of therapy over the years, counselling and all the rest of it, you just can't knock it. Mm. I haven't got a bad word to say about mm. it. Mm. Completely life changing. Yeah. But you were like that initially, weren't you? I was. Somebody you told have, you had I have, too? I've had counselling. Somebody said to me, You need to go to counselling. I went, Why? I haven't got the problem. It's mm. you that's got the problem. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going. But yeah, and after I'd had counselling, after I did give in and said, Yes, I do need it, um, changed my mind and wished I'd done it a lot sooner. Yeah. I wish people wouldn't have this stigma against counselling okay. because they're just there to help. And it, it's you that does all the hard work, mm-hmm. getting it all out. Yeah. But yeah, I think it's amazing to well, get it. So you get over that first session yeah. and you're just sitting there, yeah. like, really angry. Your arms crossed, <laughs> like, why am I here? Like, well, you need to, and you're like, I'm not talking. It's that really sort of petulant little bratish behavior. Change me. Yeah. Wiki magic. What do you think? You know, like, no, no, actually, you have to tell me what's going on. I'm like, oh, well, you're a mind reader as well as a therapist yeah. counselor. You know. Show me what you can do, dickhead. <laughs> So, it's uh, yeah, but it is definitely people need to know. Like you said, it shouldn't be the stigma. It's like if you need help, go and get it. It will change your life. So, Carol, I want to go back to, back, 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 to like little baby Vicky. Oh, she was gorgeous. Yeah. <laughs> I went back to work when Vicky was four months because I wasn't sure whether I'd be able to cope with work, whether I'd like it or whether I'd want to just spend time with her. How quick but, did you go back when you had Laura? I didn't. <laughs> no, I'd done different work. I'd done completely different That's a work. Size bonus contention. But I had two then, and it's completely different. <laughs> two uh, is much harder work than one. <laughs> Let me break it down. Not yeah. that I've got kids. <laughs> um, so, yeah, when you were four months, I went back, and you were um, child-minded by your Auntie Viv. I actually really like my Auntie Viv. For three days a week, and your grandma for two days a week. So and we were just like, will it work for everybody? We'll see how it worked. And it worked. It was a treat and she was just so inquisitive she was no bother to look after she was very sociable loved people um the only thing you wouldn't do was i had breastfed you and when she got to four months just before i went back to work i was like right i'll put on the bottle now she'll be fine no (laughs) would not have it we tried every teat on a bottle going we tried everything you would not it was mummy or nothing panic 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 (laughs) (laughs) i know it's pathetic isn't it this is the the main thing in your life when your baby's four months and you're going back to work um you went straight from having uh, breast to going onto a tommy tippy cup it was just a cup with little holes in it i was always advanced so yeah, yeah, you went straight on. No, 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 it was fine, and you were great. And it I've worked. never heard that story. Oh, no. <laughs> right. So it was great, and it worked. Sorry about your boobs. When you came, <laughs> <laughs> when you came to age two, 
No, were you two? Before you, just before you were two. What did I do with uh, two? No, I really felt as though I was missing out. Oh. And Auntie Viv loved it, your grandma loved it, and I was like, give me my child back. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't want to be um, a part-time right. mummy yeah. anymore. So you I, must have felt so much conflict because oh you God, loved your yeah. job, you've always loved working. Oh, I did. Look, well... I, I didn't before I had used to. Before yeah. I had used to, I had quite a few jobs that I went from job to job. I thought a job was more for getting money in to do the things I wanted to do. Right. It wasn't until I had you and Laura uh-huh. that I found me real... Um, Passion. They were always my priority and I love yeah. my kids and I love my family. <laughs> but no, I got into charity work after that. Yeah. Um, and I love charity That's work. That's the Sunshine Fund that you're working it, at. Well, that then. was the last charity yeah. I worked at, but I've worked at a few charities. Yeah. For 30, 30 odd years I've worked in charities and I absolutely loved it. It fitted in with the kids yeah. and it was absolutely great. And your, the company that you work for now is Travelize. Travelize, yeah. And so that is, that's also a company that, that they set, set, sets up tours for blind and partially yeah, sighted yeah. people, which sounds role. incredible. Yeah, it's amazing i'm a tour manager for um travel eyes and we take blind people on holidays all over the world oh, it's not easy mind yeah. like i feel like she, under, like she like underplays what she does here because yeah. she's like yeah i get to travel and everyone thinks oh it's that glamorous well she is looking after like a massive amount of people so what about the relationship between vicky and laura what's the age difference by the way is it two years or is it longer? three years three so what was the relationship like the oh, sisters. they were always close. Yeah. Um, I remember. I can remember being told I was having. A little, I'd had a little sister. Uh-huh. I was. I was at my grandma and granddad's, yeah. and they're the, they're the, they're the tits. By the way, my grandma and granddad class. Um, and then uh, we the the you rang through. It must be my dad rang through the night, uh-huh. and um, they said you've got a little sister, and we all held hands and danced around him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I swear, honestly, it's one of the only things I can remember from being that small. But I was absolutely buzzing. I don't think I truly understood. No. Just how much my life was going to change. Well, it's funny because everybody says to you, oh, you're going to have a little sister or a brother to play with, da, da, da. So when I came out of hospital, she thought she was going to be able to play with this little Straight baby. Away. And you can't, because they don't do anything, really. No. So <laughs> you are quite disappointed. No. But yeah. I bought you a Sylvanian nursery, so you are quite so, happy with I that. Did, did you? I used to love Sylvanian families. Oh, do you remember them? So cute. So I mean, good. My youngest sister loved them. Right. So is, I know it surprises you, Vicky, but there's a bit of an age gap between you and I. But, um, yeah. Sure do. Yeah, but yeah, she was obsessed. They were so, so cute, good, though. so good. <laughs> uh, really into so, it. Yeah, she wasn't that impressed with the sister that didn't do a lot, but uh, the Sylvanian nursery went down. <laughs> no, but they've, they've grown up, and there's been stages where you know the age difference when Vicky was wanting to go out with boys and Laura wasn't still into toys and things. That maybe that year it, they, they weren't as close, yeah. but then. Once Laura got into boys as well, they were close again. So there's been a couple of times where yeah. you've grown a little bit apart, but on the whole, <clears throat> they've been really great with each other. The, the game changer for me and Laura was me going to uni. That was that was the big game changer. Like my mum says, it was like good times and bad times, like little bits ups and downs. Like when you're growing up with a sister, you do have moments where you're your best friends, and then other ones where you batter each other because you won't let you play on the dance mat. Absolutely. <laughs> my sister, I've got two sisters, so my the one that's four years younger than me, because we're so close in age, we just didn't get on. Oh, Either that or we're sometimes. just so similar. Yeah. So we were just like, <laughs> we still are. There's still some like. T- t- oh, it could be a little bit of fire. Yeah. yeah. Um, but no, it was when I went away to uni. 
that I realised and, and just how much I absolutely adored her and how much I needed her and how much I loved her. So a little bit of absence definitely made the heart grow fonder in that respect. And uh, she used to come down to Liverpool. She'd come down there. Little boyfriend at the time. We used to take them out. No, it was lovely. So Aww. yes, from that moment on, it's definitely safe to say she's been my best friend. Like um, she's brilliant. You did a good job. Well, that one, Carol. She was at your fucking practice. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know Laura, but I know Vicky, and I, I think she's awesome. So. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so right back at you. I wanted to just ask, like, so when times get really hard, when things have hit rock bottom, how how do you how have you dealt with it? Like that time with the court case, did did it kind of bring you closer together in some respect, or did you, or, or did it just? That you, didn't, was that the hardest that time when you just no, didn't you, yeah. you had distance between you? Yeah, yeah. That, that was apart. really hard. That was really hard. Understandably so, because yeah. I was going off on a cruise. Yeah. Um, and it was like convenient I... time and... <laughs> with our dad with our dad and it was like should we go should we not go and and it really hit me and it, it was hard and I think all of the time you'd been in Geordie Show and whatever just come back to us all that we'd been through and your dad said no we're going on the cruise and it was only a week but it was probably the wrong thing to do. Mm-hmm. But at the time, we went away on the cruise, and your sister had to be with you all the time, didn't she? And your friends. Talk is a long time. Um, so, that, yeah, that, in retrospect, that was probably wrong. Mm-hmm. But at the time, it was the right thing for to do for me. Um, and I very rarely do that. And no. I don't. I don't honestly know why we did that. You were just so angry. And I, was angry. I was yeah. angry. Yeah. Like, and that is understandable. And at the time, like, it was just. It was hard. I, I wasn't. It wasn't like I didn't understand why she was mad. Yeah. That wasn't who she'd brought up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was not her daughter, and she like everyone was the press. Everyone was calling us a monster. Everyone was. We had people knocking on the doors, and oh, it was horrible, wasn't yeah, it? Just on the front lawn, like, all this sort of stuff. And I, and I worked at, at a charity that was at the local newspaper. So the new, local newspaper, my trustees and editor was the same person and were asking me for stories and it, it was just oh. absolutely hideous it was awful so I think I probably I had to get away you but everybody's sick yeah. <laughs> you didn't I don't think you I don't think you wanted to be around us and I didn't, yeah. I didn't we needed that space yeah, I didn't blame you for it but I didn't forget it either no no. that took us years to get over that yeah but then I suppose what I did probably took you years to get yeah. over as well yeah yeah Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. So when times get tough, where do you find your strength from? Um, 
I think we talk to each other more now. Well, I mentioned earlier, I sort of, you know, oh, I want to get there, you know, that. I remember first telling my mum about it and she was like, well, what do you need that for? <laughs> I understand. I remember saying to my dad, they're just like, well, have we done something wrong? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it must make Why can't you talk like to me? Yeah. 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 That's how I felt. Yeah. And I was like, because you didn't let's get a fucking word in, Karen. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's very true. It must have been horrible for you to hear that, that I needed help from someone else and all the rest of it, but it made me understand an awful lot and it's made me a better person and then certain things have happened in my life of course after that um, that have led you to want to speak to someone and we communicate just an awful lot better I'm getting older as well yeah. like I am becoming God when my mum was my age she had bought two kids nearly didn't you um, yeah, had you Laura was like oh I thought you too yeah. so no so and I think I'm just Respect. I just respect her so much, and I understand so much. I'm essentially turning into her quite a lot. <laughs> like John, oh, brought, no. I am John brought it up the other day. I was yeah. like, "Fuck, I am, yeah." So no, so I just think we're just getting on so much better, and I do turn to you a lot more because I, I respect you so much. Um, yeah, but then you're you're a happier, better person as well. And that, yeah. that's, that's made an awful lot of difference, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah. You needed to start making decisions for you, Mum. Yeah, yeah. So years you didn't. You just looked after everybody else. Mm-hmm. And you kind of pour from an empty cup. Mm-hmm. I'm going to cry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm such a funny... <laughs> no, but no, you, you've certainly turned into a fabulous... Young lady now. Do you think? Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm starting to like the person I'm becoming. I'm not quite oh. there. Just don't lose your fun side, though. Oh, yeah, well, I'll try. Well, lots of chances there. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not, I'm just saying, made a charisma. You are who you are. <laughs> you are who you are, and we'll love who you are. Do you know what's funny? When we got to the hotel earlier, and the concierge was like, We always know when Vicky's here. <laughs> Like, you'll never lose that fun side. I don't know what you do to the people in the hotel. And they're like, we always know when that young lady's in the hotel. Oh, no. So like, what an entrance that is. It's so hilarious. Claim to fame. Yeah. But what about fitness? You both, like, I know, Vicky, you're like, you're so into your fitness. Does that, like, does, does that help you to channel, you know, and we've touched on mental health, obviously, earlier, but uh, fitness is a really big f- thing for you to throw yourself into, yeah. which I know wasn't easy when you when it first happened. Yeah, um, I think like there's so many things that I've found as I've got older have helped like dif- helped us in difficult times. Mm. Um, communication, counselling, acknowledging your problems, being surrounded by good people, all these sort of things. Um, but yeah, fitness has been a proper um, uh, something that's remained very steadfast for I'd say the last good, last five years. Mm. Um, and I'm open to loads of different kinds of training. Um, I do believe in healthy body, healthy mind. I preach it relentlessly. I'm probably boring the tits off people. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm, I'm a firm advocate of um, if you're strong and healthy, these things that would just completely floor you normally, um, you have more of a fighting chance of dealing with like mm-hmm. grief, like bereavement, like loss. Um, even just a hard day. Mm. Like, you know what I mean? Mm. If you get up in the morning, go and do a hot pod yoga class or yes. like go spinning <laughs> or even do a circuit training session, like whatever, you'll make a good decision for your breakfast. Yeah. Having that green juice rather than your bacon sandwich seems yeah. all that more manageable. And yeah, I think things fall into place. So that's where I'm at. Um, 
But you've definitely discovered your like oh, got a proper new lease of life. Yeah, but um, I started running in January. Oh, we did um, the great enough run together. We didn't did, we? did. <laughs> Congratulations! It was fabulous. So we loved you, it. That was a sunshine fund, and you ran for yeah. alcohol concerns. So yeah, I ran for my dad. Well done. Like that's like. That's not on my radar. Situation. <laughs> I am not a runner, but I've seen on your Twitter like you like I you wasn't love a it now. I wasn't a runner. I only started running in January, um, and I love it. Yeah, I do. I love it. That's amazing. Yeah. It was hard, mind, wasn't it? it yeah, was it was hard. really difficult. Oh, honestly, I thought to myself, like everyone kept saying to me, "Don't worry." Like John was like, "You're not running for a time, Vicky. You're just running yeah. to be part of it. So yeah. if you've got to walk, walk." We got very reasonable times in the end as well, didn't we? I got two forty-seven, but you were faster than me. I was pleased. Only with that. just, <laughs> not not thirty years faster. <laughs> Certainly not. It wasn't impressive. <laughs> I'm impressed that you both did it. So you know, big firm firm advocates of Yay. exercise. Yes, love it. I was watching some clips of you. You're so easy to watch. But I was watching <laughs> loads of stuff online of you, um, and there was one particular clip on loose swimming when you were talking about your insecurities that totally got me and I could relate to it just so much about (laughs) insecurities and about how you're never feeling good enough and almost like that like like you're going to get found out do you know what I mean that awful sensation that I don't deserve to be here and somebody's going to counsel me on a job do you know what I mean it's just how it sounds crazy coming out your mouth Lisa because I think you're so well suited to the to the career you're in now I've you're one of my favourite people in this industry and I always smile non-stop when I'm around you stop it no I mean that from the bottom of my heart (laughs) that's why I came here today I wanted to I would have done anything for you you but um no I, I do I constantly do um, Why do we do that to ourselves? Where does it come from? Like, is it just know. is it a female thing? Is I it an age so. thing? Is it just a industry thing? I don't know. It's all the things. It's all, it, all those mean is things. It's time of the month. Is it hormones? Like, what I is think it? it's women. Do you? I think it's women. We don't think we're good enough. We are don't know so why. self-critical. Don't know why. Like I know for a fact, blokes up in the mirror in the morning and they pull out something they like about themselves. Oh. I really do. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Your mind went there before any of us did. Sorry. <laughs> this is for I thought that was going to be the reason why men think they're better than us. I'm like, really? I Just because the penis? Excuse me? That doesn't make them better than us. No, I don't think God, that's that. useless, but it's no. not. No. <laughs> and then they pick something on themselves that they like. They like you know what I mean? So they'll be like, God, I please went to the gym yesterday. I'm looking so buff. Or, God, I'm really tired. That sunbed paid off. Whereas I look in the mirror in the morning and no matter how much I try and like self-affirm and, and all the rest of it. Pick I will pick out something I don't like. The spot on your nose that day when... The spot on my nose was there for a while, Lisa. I had it for like a month. <laughs> really? Yeah, honestly, it was just on the end of my nose there and it was like really aggressive. Everyone heard about it. I'm surprised you didn't hear about it. I didn't realise it, it, it lasted for a month. A month. <laughs> It, it looked like it was picking going, it right yeah it looked like it was going away for a while and then it came back and it's just really relentless like John made lots of jokes about it's being ready for Christmas like Rudolph so. <laughs> but you know I've done a course once and they said that women if they see a job description they will not apply for the job unless they can do everything if men can do three things out of ten yeah. they'll apply for it because they think they can do it mm. God, Ooh, we really need to change our head we do the we do. way we think because it's just so negative and so damaging and it's detrimental isn't it like uh, let's have it right time wasting you know? opportunities absolutely no I would love we to have we can a... do anything yeah I know and I'm dead good at like motivating others and buying other people up and saying to lasses like come on 
you you know what I mean? You're gorgeous. You love the skin you're in, all that sort of stuff. But it's very difficult to turn it around on yourself sometimes, mm. especially. And I don't want to play this card, but I do struggle in this industry. Mm. Sometimes I don't think like I belong here because I am sensitive. And I think, like, I do take things to heart. And if one little thing doesn't quite go my way, I question everything. Do you know what I mean? It's hard because you've got to deal with rejection. And then if, like, we're on a series, then it doesn't get picked up again. Or, you know, or or you you, you get so close to your job and then they say, no, we're going with somebody else. And it's like, and then you, like, you compare yourself and then you kind of try and work out, you know, why? Exactly. And it's competitive, which doesn't, like, I like to compete with myself. Don't get us wrong. Mm. You know what I mean? Every day I want to be better than I was the day before. That is where I'm at. But I don't want to compete with other women. I hate that. I want to build them up I want to, I want people to do well and like the fact that you are pitted against others really doesn't sit well with me so yeah I have a, a pretty much an internal struggle all the time good days when I've trained right when I've had me green juice and gave birth to an avocado I can <laughs> I can deal with it you can rule the world <laughs> in other but, yeah, days other days dark. when yeah. I've not seen John and I'm a bit tired and I didn't get the last job last week all it takes is one cruel internet troll someone who hasn't thought about what they said or even worse someone who has thought about what they said and still gone with something quite cruel can totally just floor me so yeah sometimes I think I'm suited and I know I'm in the right place and other times I think they're just some what like you're on borrowed time yeah Vic <laughs> I think you're just sensitive. Now. I think I think that's what we should put it down yeah. to because I'm the same too, and it just different times of the day or month kind of affects you more. Yeah, oh, strongly. definitely. God, being a woman is crap sometimes, yeah. isn't it? Like, you go I, up and down and down and up, and it's like a roller coaster. And you've got no control over it half no. the time, have you? Like you really want to be like strong and pull yourself together, and sometimes God, it's just a right punch in the dick. <sighs> Don't wish your lives away, but honestly, you get to a stage when you're fifty where you think. Stuff it. <laughs> you just and are you care. in control of them now, man? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I, yeah, I'm in a great place in my life. I wish I was more measured. That's the only. That's what I would love to, to, to be, mm-hmm. more measured. You will be, but don't wish your life away. Yeah. Try and be more measured yeah. now. Do I'll more try. yoga. Wait, more hot pod, hot pod yoga. Oh, God, yoga's bad. It's a way forward. She loves it. She's got <laughs> bang into it, haven't you? 37 degrees in that pod. That's for me. Especially if the temperature starts getting cold outside. It's a really nice place to be, right? Lovely. A bit of hot yoga. Lovely. Mm. I'm not so sold. Sweat me tits off. <laughs> you do, and you take your phone in there. Excuse no, me. You've got to leave your phone outside, babe. Exercise <laughs> just for you. And nothing else. I'm lying asleep on the floor, and she's on her phone. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much. You two are just adorable. I feel so <laughs> blessed that I spend time with you, Carol. It's so lovely to finally meet you. And Vicky, love your work. Love you, Lisa. Thank you very much for having me. It's lovely. Oh my God, what an incredible interview. Just so candid, so much energy, a lot of emotion. I just thought Carol was the most incredible woman. You can see uh, where Vicky gets her personality from. Really gorgeous relationship. I mean, you can see they've been through you know the ups and the downs and ultimately it's made them so much stronger and it was really special to be part of them actually talking about some of these really difficult subjects that they clearly are kind of glossed over a little bit almost buried and so it was um you could see how cathartic it was for them and they both fought back tears a lot and I think it was it was really beautiful to be witness to that Thank you so much for listening. So next time I'm going to be joining TV star Bianca Gascoigne and her mum Cheryl on how life in the public eye has shaped, challenged and ultimately strengthened their family. 
Fabulous is Britain's most read women's magazine and it's packed full of affordable fashion and beauty as well as exclusive interviews with our most loved female celebrities. It's also free every week in the sun on Sunday. If you subscribe to this podcast on your app, you won't miss an episode. We'd love to hear what you think of our podcast too, so please leave a review on your podcast app or talk to us on Twitter at Fabulous Magazine. Thanks for listening. 